the What True Next podcast helps you build a TBR of future favorite books. In each episode, Lauren and Maine interviews authors and book influencers to recommend books they loved for you to pick up today. If you're an avid reader, always looking for your next free read, then the show is Hi, Lauren. Welcome to What True Next podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. So happy to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I've been writing romance books since 2020 was when I first published Throttled. Mm -hmm. So part of the Dirty Air series. And it's really kind of um, kept going since then. I I started with one and it's kind of like, you know, when you read, you know, one book and then you keep going and going and reading more chapters. So I started one book and kept writing more and more books. And here I am. I gotta tell you, the throttle came in. It's an FYI, it's a Formula One, which is like somewhat yes. popular. Like it's now, it's like a fairly popular, you know, um, community. Like even my parents watch Formula One. I was like, what? <laughs> no <know>? way. <laughs> yeah, they were like, yeah, you know this one, this one. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know the fandom in the U.S. has like exploded in the yeah. last like year to two years. It's yeah. crazy. So what led you to write about that as your debut novel series? You know, I've always been intrigued by cars. Okay. And I, you know, one day, you know, it's hard, like as a couple to choose an episode of TV or even for yourself, yeah. it's hard to pick an episode of like what you want to watch. So we finally agreed on watching um, the Drive to Survive series yeah. on Netflix. And it just hit me while watching that series. Like I pulled out my phone. It was like the last episode of season one. And I was like, oh, like what if a rival, you know, like their their teammate's sister, like that could be like a fun, you know, kind of like forbidden romance. And it was just like a one-liner. And that's kind of how it's really started. I love this. And it just like, it snowballed from there. So yes, you have four books in that series, and then now you have the Dreamland Billionaire series. So, talk to the the series, uh, this new series that you have been coming out of the final book. It comes out at the end of the month. I know it's it's really wild to think that it's the final one, um, because I've grown <laughs> up in Florida my whole life, and I've been to all the amusement parks plenty of times to the point that yeah. I could tell you about almost pretty much every ride at these different amusement parks because it's what you do and you know I was just during COVID I I read a lot of articles kind of about the shutdowns and um, just started really looking into theme parks more and I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube and like these like theme park behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and you know what I became a oh I just used to go to parks became like this I knew a lot about parks and Mm -hmm. then it just like the storyline kind of evolved from there. I love this. Yeah, I moved to Tampa um, in 2021 and I actually have an annual membership to Disney. I have not used it. Um, <laughs> it is I'm like a part of me scared of the Disney adults. Like they're. Yeah, I can't say I am one. I can understand. I, I enjoy like the Disney environment. But yeah. I'm not, like, a Disney adult. yeah. Like my ideal world will be like, I'll go to Epcot, eat my food, read my book, walk around, maybe do a ride or two kind of like deal. Like I'm probably more of an Epcot kind a of casual. Person. Yeah. A casual like Disney person as opposed to being like, I was telling a friend, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take like a vacation, like just go to a couple parks. And she's like, you're not going to Animal Kingdom. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't have no interest whatsoever seeing the animals, you know? So, so I, I think because of the Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, really popular. 
it's really popular but I'm like I don't know so so I'm like I'm <laughs> casual like I want to dip my toes into Disney World but I'm like I I'm afraid to just go in but your book as I was telling you before was keeping me company today while I was listening to it and I was like oh this will be so fun so excited to see this behind the scenes and like you know how they're just made and like the cast members and all the fun stuff yes well I went to college with people that did the Disney like program yeah so it's a lot of different things that influence the story in a way but you would hear kind of their behind the scenes of like oh it's this you know six month internship and some people extended it you know a year a year and a half and then they end up working there so kind of like learning their perspectives too yeah give a bit of influence as well <laughs> yeah all right so let's chat about like the predicament that your heroes have <laughs> and mm-hmm. that leads to happen <laughs> you know so oh grandpa grandpa left a will you know yes and each hero has a story you know they do and I think with the grandpa it became like this funny like side character that never really was you know like he's there but and you as a reader it's kind of this like I don't know if the proper term is like breaking that like fourth wall or something yeah. but it's like as a reader you know the grandpa's kind of like behind the scenes like messing with them yeah um, and and whatnot and like you know that the intention is to kind of fix their lives in a way but then yeah. the characters don't know that so like we're in on that and then they don't so he became like this fun tease that I've done with like my readers and whatnot on Instagram and people like make reels of him it's hilarious <laughs> Yeah, so for the for the listeners who have not picked up the series, the grandpa leaves um passes away and and his will leaves each of the brothers um a set of things that they need to do in order to get the inheritance. And so, but they need to get the inheritance because their dad is the some villain. He's not a good dad. And so yeah. they want to avoid his dad get their dad getting the money or the yes. power or any any type of things and so they don't like him (laughs) they don't like him (laughs) so each one of them has a task to do so the first task is like actually build a ride and do this Uh, there's another one that has like marry a girl and impregnate her you know (laughs) (laughs) kind of an unfair balance (laughs) yeah so each one of them has a task and they're not happy about it but they are actually they want to get the money (laughs) right because they're so motivated by money yeah you know and by the power dynamic of kind of like screwing over their father really at the end of the day like that's the driving force of of this plus you know 25 billion dollars sounds amazing to anyone who could say no who can say no I think they're more motivated by like I don't want my dad to have any type mm-hmm. of touch any type of money or power or any type of thing right so do everything they can for that the money is important because they grew up with it but I feel like they're they haven't grown up without it so they don't you know they're not they don't feel the need of like oh if I lose yeah. money it's not like they, they don't know what being poor is and they and they right. learn that I think they learn that by what the interactions they have with the other characters of what being poor looks like in quote unquote, which is middle class or right like to us, them, us plebeians, you know, yeah, right, right, us people that live in like normal everyday lives compared yeah. to them, and it's hard, you know, like I'm absolutely not, nor never will be a billionaire, so it's yeah. like making them kind of relatable in a way like they have parent issues too, but at the same time they need a reality check because yeah. they live on another planet. Um, they could afford another planet I mean it's just like you're absolutely correct of like they are doing it for the dad mostly and I think you know eventually it switches for them of they're motivated by their own like 
you know, maybe I actually want this. Like maybe I do want a child or a family. Maybe I do yeah. want to become this director of this park. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Cal. And it's and it's good. <laughs> so let's chat mm-hmm. about the final offer, which is the final mm-hmm. book. And they can be read as a standalone. You can read them out of order, but it's best if you read them in order. Yeah. Um, talk to about Cal's book, you know. What can we expect from his book? I think. And what I've been told is like when people expect something from it, like they end up getting the complete opposite. <laughs> so because I think people like and I expected it too. So that's the funny thing. It's like when I went and sat down and started writing Cal's story, I expected like an office romance, you know, they're kind of like a certain type of trope. Like I wasn't sure 100 percent, but for sure, like office, hate to love. And then I completely scrapped that draft and went like did a U-turn and did like small town, childhood, best friends, like, <laughs> the complete opposite of whatever you could expect of his book, pretty much. Yeah, but I can see that after meeting Cal, especially in terms of conditions, you can see that happening. You can see like, okay, you need a little shock to the system, you know, because yes. like an office hate to lovers, it's too close to, um, to terms and conditions, like, you know, mm-hmm. so I think it's like, it's a good refresh and like we said, you know, we're going to yes. get what you need, not what you think you need, you know, exactly. What- like what Cal needs, Cal yeah. needs, he's not an office guy. I mean, I really <laughs> did try to write a good, like, like at least 15,000 words of him doing this task in like a business setting. And I was like, this is not him. Yeah, no. <laughs> who am I kidding he hates these types of jobs so I think it was a really good reset and I enjoy doing that it's like it keeps me fresh too of I'm not writing another office romance I'm like gonna really branch out I love this and so all right so let's so what can we expect after the series are we expecting more books and other series or other stuff what can you know yeah, I don't know what I'm like at liberty to share, but there will be <laughs> there will be more series from me. I think those are my favorite types of things to write are interconnected standalones. Yeah. And, you know, I think with like Dirty Arrows Friends, with this series, it's brothers. And I think with the next series, a good mix could be nice. Um, I'm not 100% certain. Yeah, a mix, yeah. you know, of people yeah. that know each other. Uh, I, I do like keeping it three to four books. I will say yeah. that's my sweet spot. Yeah, I like that sweet spot. I think it's a good to enough for the reader, for someone who is like not, who is not intimidated by like a large 10 book series where it's like, okay, I yeah, can't. I'm intimidated by that. <laughs> yeah I you know I, 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 writing it you know like <laughs> by both by reading it by writing it I'm the type of person that even watching television it's hard for me to like even if I love the show I'm a diehard fan I can't finish the last season yeah it's just something right. in me I don't know <laughs> so I, like I would have commitment issues yeah so I think it's like a good sweet spot so I'm glad that we're going to get more books from you and I'm glad that we're getting we're starting to get some audiobooks too so yes. exciting. yeah for all of them I've actually sent in all the narrators they're being recorded now I even sent for the future book I'm getting ahead which is a rarity Yay. for me <laughs> <laughs> Yay! this is very exciting so Lauren let's chat about some book recommendations do you have any books to recommend our listeners to pick up oh my goodness I I have a very strange taste by strange I mean like eclectic of it's kind of everywhere as far as romance goes okay. so I would say if I was recommending more like contemporary, Mm -hmm. I loved picking up Elsie Silver's books. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you've read her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The, her first series, like the one that's complete, 
that's the first time I read her and I really enjoyed all of them. So like if that's, you know, the contemporary mood, mm-hmm. I would recommend that. I did finish, and this is kind of cheating, but an arc for Happy Place by Emily Henry, and I really enjoyed it. I read that. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, yeah. It was really good. Like, I felt like I just, like, wanted to be part of that group of friends. Yeah. And, and it reminded me the importance of friends. Yeah, I was like, uh, where do I find these people? And why what? didn't I meet them in college? What do I, and why do we just, like, spend all this time, like, going to this trip and having these memories in this beautiful house, you know? I know. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds like a great time. And if I had a friend that had a main house, I mean, yeah. I, I guess I would live my best life. So yeah. you'd go to a happy place. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And then this is where the eclectic part comes in because I love, like, paranormal mm-hmm. romance is like sci-fi I do love fantasy as well so like that's where I mainly read Ooh, so yeah what kind of fantasy someone who's like newish to the genre which ones would you recommend to as an introduction or what which ones are your like the ones that you go back to and you're like okay I definitely will love this book again and again and again that's a great great question because I feel like I have some of my favorites that I'm like okay I read this one again and again so and this one's kind of a wild card but every time I recommend it to someone they really enjoy it and it's Bound to the Battle God by Ruby Dixon so those and then (laughs) yeah so basically and there's a similar series by Kristen Ashley called like the Fantasyland series yeah where oh yeah you've read that one (laughs) yeah I read that I listened to those ones actually oh no, you're it's so hard to find people that have listened to them at least like people that I talk to I know they're very popular so mm-hmm. it's so cool that you read them or listen yeah yeah I love those even though I think those are in third but I could be wrong um but I like like portal jumping yeah that's a good a way fan. to look at it that's a great good look at it, like portal jumping that's your niche trope you know? yes yeah, so you know why I think it's a good branch because you have contemporary in it right yeah but then you have the portal element to then throw them into this fantasy world yeah. so it's kind of like the best of both worlds if you're newer to the genre just I love this oh yeah love these recommendations this is awesome so Lauren tell us where I can find you online no 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 so online I'm most likely to be on like my Facebook group I would say that's where I am very active uh I at least go on there once maybe twice sometimes three times a day to refresh (laughs) (laughs) to like see comments and maybe interact with readers I will go like scrolling through TikTok I don't post as much but I like like seeing content and commenting on it because it always makes me laugh like I just like to like sit and um, my significant other would be like, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> I saw this funny thing or I read this funny post by someone. And then on Instagram, I'll go through like my tagged photos more often than mm-hmm. kind of my DMs. So I'll interact with people in that way. I'm not as great with my DMs anymore. I wish I was better. That's okay. So <laughs> now we know. So Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a great time. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. For a list of books mentioned and other romance recommendations, please visit whatyourrenextblog.com. Did you know you can purchase audiobooks directly from your favorite local bookstore? With Libro.fm, you can pick up more than 250,000 audiobooks, including bestsellers and recommendations from real booksellers. You'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company, you know the name. But you'll be part of a different story, one that supports your local community. 
If you're new to audiobooks, there's a perfect way to squeeze into more reading to your busy life. Listen with the free Libro FM app while you do your chores, walk your dog, relax at home. The Watch Read Next podcast has a special offer for our listeners. Get two audiobooks on Libro FM for the price of one with your first month of membership. Use code WHATTOREADNEXT. This offer is only valid for new members in Canada and the U.S. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.